Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Buck for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. And up next, it is Noah Gregson from the Xfinity Series, actually the Xfinity Series points leader, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, he may not be. He may still be. I don't, I don't know. But as of right now when I'm recording this, he is the points leader. And, of course, he drives for Junior Motorsports. By the way, I feel like I say this every year, but my annual plea for people to stop saying Gragson. It's not Gragson. It's Gregson. But yet, you see here on TV all the time, people say Noah Gragson. But it's not. It's Gregson. So let's hear from Noah Gregson right now. All right, everybody. I'm here with Noah Gregson and really the entire nine team. So uh, everybody laugh to make it. Every, <laughs> would, everybody like. <laughs> Everybody listening to the podcast will be like, oh, this is so much better because it'll be like they're laughing along with everybody. So Yeah, it's a group effort. Group effort, yeah. Noah, the first one is, how do you feel about people who recline their seats on airplanes? Uh, I like it. I don't, I don't mind it. The thing that I don't like is the people who put their feet up in between uh, like the armrest, like if you're up against the window and mm-hmm. the person behind you up against the window and they put their foot up on your armrest and yep. hitting your elbow and stuff especially with their shoes off yeah just socks i've had that happen before and then okay yeah. let me ask you this it, can you put it up without going too far like i understand. I think you can put it up yeah just don't get in there once you it, you can have it at vertical but you can't have it right you know yeah no toes yeah. forward the, the more yeah, you arch you your look, foot forward if you look down next to your elbow and there's somebody's foot, it's that's gross. bad. Or if you get touched by it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's happened a couple of times. Oh, that's bad. Okay. Well, that's that's a good answer. Yeah, I don't mind people. The I reclining mean, part. Yeah, I recline my I feel like everyone reclines it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Never. Really? Yeah, I don't go to the grocery store. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I never really get recognized ever. Like, oh, okay. Anywhere. Um, that's that kind of surprising to me. I feel uh, like you're on TV a lot, you know, people watch yeah. TV. And not really. I'm, no? I feel like, a, like, I feel like Dale Jr., yeah, but, like, I just feel like a normal guy, you know? Okay. All right. So I don't, I don't expect it or anything, you know, yeah. either. Okay. Uh, on a scale 1 to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Not, not good. I've gotten very bad at it. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What, what's, you just don't feel like replying? Um, just, like get done with the race and then you you get on the plane and then you're reading them but you can't respond so it's kind of pointless. oh because you don't have like wi-fi yeah you don't have wi-fi on the plane so um there's like uh i was talking to brandon mcreynolds about it and um i've gotten just really bad about it just because like 
don't know. Just got so much going on that, like, just I I read them, but maybe not reply to them. Yeah, I'm not very good. Yeah. I, oh, really? He not, leaves you on red? Not intentionally. You have your read receipts on and you still don't do yeah. it? Yeah. You should just turn them off. Then no, I feel like that's like just fake. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> people uh, know you saw it either way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? I feel like you get that kind of a lot. Like, just you're in those positions. But I, like, they're obviously trying to tell you something that's important to them, so... I try and listen to them, and I mean, as long as you got time for it, you know, if you got to run and do something, then you got to run. But I try and let them say whatever they're going to say, and you know, it's important to them, and it's important enough for them to be talking about it. So um, I try and be respectful that way. Okay, that's nice. Uh, if you could only pick one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? Probably just Instagram. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Uh, As I thought you were going to say Snapchat, honestly. Uh, I, I mean, Snapchat's like, I feel like Instagram's good for growing your brand. Like, mm-hmm. I really like trying to look at different strategies on how to grow my engagement and stuff. But, like, Snapchat is really, you're only pulling your followers from Instagram or Twitter to your Snapchat. And it's hard to really grow a following on Snapchat, where it's a lot easier to grow from, you know, the people who are not following you to get those people engaged. Yeah, because the algorithm's not yeah, helping you just, on Snapchat. It doesn't help you at all. It's more just for your friends, you know. Yeah, that makes and sense. And whoever follows you from other platforms. Right, know? right. Okay. But, like, trying to grow a brand, I feel like there's a lot more opportunity on Instagram. Okay, that's cool. Uh, what advice would you give someone who is having trouble getting over a mistake they've made? like earlier in my career and like still working on it but I struggled with showing you know maybe too much emotion where like I'm like oh if I I have this emotion if I don't show it then people might not take me serious enough if something goes bad and he's like oh you wrecked you don't care you Mm -hmm. know and then finally I just can have come to the conclusion that like and it, it comes from our team is like we all know that we're trying our best no matter what and you know if if I wreck or something um, I ha- I'm comfortable enough with this team and have their support enough and and I feel like they all believe in me enough that that they're not like oh he he sucks you know they know that I'm trying to do my best job and sometimes it doesn't work but um, like that's kind of one thing that like when I first started I'm like oh if I don't show that you know, I'm bummed out. Like, it's it's natural, but I feel like oh, they're gonna think that I I just don't care when I really I really do care, and I'm bummed out about it, and you know, hate tearing up the stuff. You know, so um, I think it's kind of long answer, but um, you know, it happens, and as long as you can learn from it, and you gotta sometimes step over your limit to, and and that really helped. Um, a couple of years ago, um, in 2020, we got in a couple of wrecks going for moves that m- might not have been there, and we get in a wreck. And um, our old crew, ch- crew chief, Dave Ellen, said, "Hey, I'm okay if you're going for the win and you wreck and stuff happens." Kyle Bush always 
stepped over his limit his first couple of years in the Cup Series, and now look how good he is. So you're going to need to find your limit. And so, um, you know, not it's it's going to be what it's going to be and um, just try and regroup and just be the best teammate to your, your group of guys that you can be. And, um, you know, as long as you're doing your best, you can't do any better. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting that you said, too, about, like, showing the emotion because for some reason I never thought about that, but it's got to be so tough for a young driver. You come in and something goes wrong and people are judging either way, right? Like, if you're happy after the wreck and trying to show positive personality, people are like, oh, he didn't care as much. And if you're too down on yourself, people are like, oh, that guy's a sore loser. Or if you get mad or stomp away right. and you have to find, like, some balance of what people to yeah, show it the right way. It's hard. I think now it's kind of like I, I trust the team fully and i i think they trust my judgment too and like we're so like it's like a brotherhood at the end of the day and we're all here for each other and you know someone might have a, a bad day and we try and lift them up or i have a bad day they lift me up it just we all help each other out to build each other and be better that's cool uh so this next one's a wild card question where i'm mixing yeah. it up for each person and uh what i want to ask you is you know you you grew up a race fan so i imagine that as you studied all these drivers, you said, okay, this is probably what that life is like, you know, like being a full-time driver, this is how it must be. Now that you are in this position and you've spent a few years doing this, what's like the biggest difference about the actual lifestyle of a race car driver that you didn't realize like when you were growing up, imagining how it would be? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks all like you, you look at these people and you're like, oh, you just see the good things out of people no matter who it is it's kind of like my mom always used to tell me like try and be nice to everyone because you don't know what they're going through um even if they don't show it and like everything looks good um but you don't know what everyone's going i mean there could be guys you look up to that are going through a hard time with their family or their wives or they might you never know what they're going through some uh, family member might have passed away and um you know from the outside in and that's kind of where social media and just like the rock star life like it's not all <laughs> not all perfect and you like see like the f1 guys and stuff you're like oh man like i bet max verstappen it's, it's gonna be so easy but his luck he puts his pants on the same way as you know anyone else and um you know still has <laughs> all his responsibilities to do with maintaining his own life aside from racing and so um yeah it's it's just like anyone else you just have a great opportunity and um you know you try and make the most of it on the weekends yeah okay uh if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race would you interrupt their celebration it kind of depends um on the scenario and stuff but you probably just try and keep it in the back of your mind, maybe for a later date. Okay. Not like, uh, it, it just depends on the scenario. I know I would wreck the shit out of somebody for a win. So, I mean, I'd expect them to come up to me. So yeah, you yeah. would expect them to, yeah, you yeah. wreck the shit out of them, yeah. <laughs> but it's at the end of the day, it's for the win, but yeah. Um, and I kind of thought about that last year. I overdrove three and four at Martinsville coming to the checkers and like washed up and it was, and Cinder got to my inside. He raced me really clean. I was like, man, like why did he race me clean? I would have just 
set myself and then <laughs> got the win like it's easy you yeah know? and then i was thinking like what are the circumstances he has he's already locked into the final four the next weekend and if we're in a must-win scenario it it would be really dumb to to wreck me in that situation because the next weekend i could take him out of the, the championships the end goal you know yeah. but um i think it's just all situational and uh you know you don't want to tear anybody up but if you can move them out of the way um for the win i think that's that's why everybody sacrifices so much and um you know away from their families and um, a lot of hard hard work um to get the cars on the racetrack and and you're there to to do a job and um you're there for your team and your team only so you got to do whatever it takes in my opinion okay um what movie do you think you've seen the most times over the last year uh probably uh what's that movie it's uh office christmas party okay um probably that one why why is that i just thought it was funny and uh the guy kind of reminds me of brandon, brandon mcreynolds in it okay have you ever seen that movie no it's uh dude he looks identical to brandon mcreynolds and really like, how he acts and he's got like a older sister who like that they're like brother and sister and he he looks like i'm like kind of got like curly hair and stuff and um his sister like owns a company and she wants to shut it down and he's running it and uh they inherit it through like the dad or something but it just reminded me about brandon so much he's like it's just it's a funny movie okay well maybe i'll have to watch that this episode is brought to you by shopify Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, uh, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Um, I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of me that's, uh, you know, optimistic. I think, you know, they have people in place that are making great decisions for our sport and, um, you know, having new fans come in. And I think it's cool seeing like my buddies who, wouldn't normally watch racing like they come up to me and you know they're talking about they've watched formula one drive to survive and um that's kind of got them into nascar too 
and they normally wouldn't watch racing so i think that's like super cool is like where the fan base is and stuff and i think it can only keep growing i think there's a lot of great people um within nascar that are making those decisions so um you know i'm i just it's not really my call on what they do uh just try and make the most of it and be as positive as possible about the decisions that are being made and i think um if everybody could be a just more positive i think it would just help everything out more so um there might not be stuff you like but um you know nine times out of ten it seems like stuff has worked and been for the better and created more excitement the decisions that have been made so um i'd say all thumbs up for me and um i don't really have any negatives nice okay okay so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to your back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over but you get to retain all the knowledge and experience that you have now so do you go back and start over or do you just stay where you are you can retain all the knowledge Mm-hmm. like you know everything you have now except you're at the beginning of your career oh yeah i think you go back imagine if we knew now what we knew when we first started and like how much more we could take advantage of the opportunity that we had um but when you don't know you just don't know and you don't know what questions to ask and that's where josh wise and and his group they've he's really helped expedite that process i kind of save not only for myself but kind of all the drivers in his program just gives you an opportunity to look at at what to look for and, and help speed up that process on um you know preparing and all that stuff and then um yeah, if I could go back and, um, you know, try and, you know, utilize the opportunities that I've had, um, I think could have had definitely more success, yeah. Okay. Um, so each week I ask a question, uh, ask a driver to give me a question for the next person. Last week was A.J. Allmendinger, and his question for you is, do you think you look better with the mullet and full beard or the clean shave and short hair? Uh, it's clean shaven and short hair. I, I, I like the, the only reason I had the full beard, it was not, not full beard. It was like a patchy shitty beard, but, um, <laughs> it, uh, I was, I saw the hockey guys and they all grow out their beards for the playoffs. And so I'll let it grow and just see how long it gets throughout the playoffs. But it, it didn't look good. And then I had the mullet, just the mullet alone. And I was like, yeah, this looks cool. And then I didn't want to cut it off and I cut it off and I, I look back and I'm like damn the mullet looks so bad like, <laughs> it looks so dumb <laughs> but I don't know it uh there's people who liked it there's people who hated it but um I think the clean cut looks definitely a lot better okay um and the next 12 question I'm doing is actually with Ross Chastain so um do you have a question that I might be able to ask him I would ask him right now in his racing career if he still has the same happiness and as much fun as when he's first started hmm that's an interesting question okay you feel like you know the answer no i don't know the answer i want to see what he says because okay like right now i feel like like when i first started like just happy to go to the racetrack and happy like just have fun i'm having the most fun i've ever had racing and years past it hasn't like before i got to jrm kind of went through a a low low time you know where 
there's a lot of pressure and stuff and I wasn't fully confident myself and right now I think like I'm having a lot of fun and that just makes it a lot more enjoyable when you come to it's always enjoyable and fun but like when you first start you're having the most it's like if you go back to being in middle school and think about how easy those days were like just to like go screw off in class you didn't have much responsibilities like that's kind of like how it is when you first start racing and then there becomes a lot of responsibilities um it kind of drags on you so um yeah if, if going back to when he was younger if he's having as much fun as then and if he's as happy as he was when he first got to the racing that's cool that's really interesting well thanks for doing this uh, i appreciate it with all the live audience and everything yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you hear that we got a lot of people here like 30 people <laughs> don't check our roster <laughs> all right everybody there you have it and i appreciate the live audience there with the nine team um not quite 30 people more like maybe six or something uh in the hall or with us as we did that 12 questions interview that was fun to have people um laughing along with us i guess uh throughout it not sure how much you could hear of it but um anyway he also you also heard that he uh asked a question for ross chastain and if you're following these 12 questions interviews you know we already did that one i flip-flopped these out of order after uh ross won at coda thought it'd be more timely to run that one first so um yes so that one's already out there if you want to go find the answer to noah's question and ross's question that you may have heard last week was for william byron so william byron is the next episode that you will hear heading into the bristol dirt race next week anyway if you would like to subscribe to the athletic so that you can hear these 12 questions interviews when they first are released or read them the day they come out you can go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions. Either way, appreciate you as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast. <laughs>